So Akil, was there a moment in your trading where you had an epiphany? Yes, but let me first tell you about a lot of the dumb stuff I did and tried before having that moment. Hey guys, my name is Akil Stokes. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. I appreciate you joining me. If you haven't done so already, make sure you leave this podcast a rating and a review. That is the best way you can support what I'm doing here. Also, make sure you share it on your social network. But I had another funny story real quick before we get into the charts here. So after I had left my office, I was trading from home. And I had a really big issue um, kind of finding a balance between, I, I was treating trading like a hobby. Right, because I was um, I was at home. My, I I was in a a rental prop, property that I own. So I'm like, I had one room, and my my desk was literally right next to my bed. So I would actually just roll out of bed and go right to my desk. And it was really hard for me to disconnect, like from it didn't feel like I was going to work. And because of that, that affected my mentality in the markets. I had a lot of um, mistakes because I wasn't treating trading really seriously. So. Around this time, I was getting um, getting trained, and my mentor was always like, you know, mentors were, you know, treat trading like a business, treat trading like a business. You got to be professional, habits, routines, all all the fun stuff that I carry with me to this day. So I had this period of time where I tried to force myself into separating, I guess, casual akil from trading akil. So I'd wake up in the morning. I'd put on a, a shirt and tie. I'd put on a, a suit, a blazer, something like that. I would leave my house. I would go outside. I would, I would get in my car. I would do like a lap around the block. I'd repark, which was kind of tough. I lived on this very small one-way street and like parking spaces were hard to get. So it was like as soon as you leave, there's like eight cars like fighting to get to your spot. So it was very tough. But I would, I would drive around. It, it was easier for me because it was like six o'clock in the morning. I drive around, I'd repark, I'd walk back in, kind of take my, my my suit jacket off and you know throw it around the back of the chair, and then boom, that's when my trading day started. I, I'd eat like breakfast and stuff beforehand, but I actually did that to kind of break the mold of like just being a hobby trader. Um, and it sounds ridiculous. Um, I, I It only lasted probably like a couple weeks because... You know, I would I would like sweat through the shirts and stuff like that, and you got to get them you got to get them washed, and that's and I didn't have a lot of money back then, um, so like I didn't want to spend anything extra on laundry, um, but it actually got the it got it got the point across. It was a a pattern interrupt. It actually disconnected me. So like when I came back in, it was like no TV, no video games. Like it was strictly strictly business. Um, Strictly business. I, I had to. I had to switch off from. I had, I had to turn my room into an office and then go from one to another. But uh, yeah, I, it seems idiotic in, in hindsight, but uh, it actually worked. Believe it or not, it actually worked. Uh, Bernie says sometimes I'd, I'd like to know what changed, made casual hobby appeal the world class trader is today. Um, it was. It was taking things seriously. So it was. I always wanted to be successful. At trader, and I'm not. I'm not a world class trader at all. Don't don't put me in that category. I I'm a, I am a successful trader. I'm I am not world class. I will not wow you with my results. I am a a turtle in the race, slow and steady, and it, it gets the job done for me. Um, but it was really treating trading like a business from from every aspect, from the technical standpoint, as far as like the data, the numbers, having an edge. 
um, the consistency and being able to follow my rules and, and um, not self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is one of the biggest things that I did. It was understanding and having realistic expectations. I never had kind of crazy expectations. I did have a period where I thought that when I first started trading, my goal was to make 20 pips a day. And if I made 20 pips a day every day, I'd, I'd be like a millionaire in like six years. Um, but I never had any unrealistic expectations like I was going to make 100% a year or something like that or 100% a day or something like that. But it was having the right expectations. And then it was it was really it was it was understanding that there weren't any shortcuts and that nothing was perfect and that I had to balance the good and the bad like like any business out there. Um, and it was just really it, it was it was eliminating the self-sabotage. Again, you guys know the, the famous story already about I audited myself around this time many, 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 many years ago and I found out that my trading strategy was actually working. Um, it was just me making mistakes. And, and when I kind of gave up hope, I, I thought that trading wasn't going to work for me. I, I kind of gave up and I said, kind of out of spite, I was like, I'm just going to follow my plan and prove my mentor wrong. And well, I, I proved him right. I, I followed my plan. I, I really stopped thinking about the money. I really locked in on process over outcome. And when I focused in and dialed in on the process, the outcome started to work in my favor. So it, it was it, it's it was really that. The the main thing was at you know dumb mistakes, whether it's live trading too early, getting too overconfident, the normal fear and greed type mistakes of the market hopping strategies um, during that whole process. And I told you guys, trading is a, a journey of self-discovery. During the process of kind of making all these mistakes and, and going through the markets and, and, and kind of doing this and doing that and realizing that no matter what I chose, as long as I keep up my same habits, I'm going to fail. You learn a lot about yourself. And when I really got comfortable in my trading is, is when I kind of found my philosophy. Right. Or rather, when I found my identity, right, when I found my identity as a trader, that's when I felt most comfortable when I knew because, again, I went from mechanical strategy where I had like 20,000 indicators on to, you know, advanced patterns to this to that. I tried a lot of different things. And my whole mindset for those things wasn't trade something that you're good at or trade something that you like. It was just like, what strategy is going to make me money? So I was jumping from strategy to strategy. What, what strategy is going to make me money as quick as possible? And in doing that, I never really took time to understand strategies. I didn't care why they worked or how they worked. I just wanted them to work. Um, I never even took the chance to understand like if I actually agreed with those strategies. And it, it took trial and error of me trading strategies that I actually disagreed with and <laughs> didn't trust to realize how much trust and, and, and fitting trading around you and your life was important. So when I really kind of found out what type of trader I was, like my identity in the market, like I like price action trading. I like this type of trading. I'm conservative. I'm aggressive. When I really centered on and, and understood that about myself, right, understood my, my, my uh, strengths and my weaknesses, I was able to really lock in on a strategy or a technique, I should say, that fit me perfectly. And once that happened, my confidence started to grow because I, I fully believed in what I was doing for the first time. 
there were no doubts. And once my confidence started to grow, I started making less mistakes. I started learning how to, you know, just reps, how to dial in and, and make things better. Um, and then, you know, just time in the market, it just grows and grows and grows and grows. So, you know, I, I guess um, if I had to choose like an epiphany, it, it would be like the changing, the, the, the greatest changing moment in my trading is when I realized that I needed to learn how to trade instead of just knowing what to trade, if that makes sense. Right? Does that make sense, guys? What the trade is when you guys come in and you're just like, Akil, what's the strategy? How to trade is really understanding it, right? And you go deeper levels, like we talk about understanding candlesticks and reading them, right? How many of you guys, when I taught you about reading a candlestick and looking at it as a, a person or a grouping of people, how many of you guys, how, how many, did that make a difference in how you see the charts versus just like red candle, green candle? Right, that's a, a, a really good example right there. The difference between just saying, hey, red candle, green handle, candle versus saying, hey, high momentum candle, low momentum candle. Oh, this candle means this, right? When you can tell a story, now you're understanding the market more, right? When you understand at an individual level, when you understand, hey, this type of candle means the buyers, you know, advanced in the first half of the session, but then they were beat down by the sellers. And then you combine that candle over candle into trends, you can understand trends better. And then you just keep going, kind of zooming out more macro, more macro, more macro. And you have a different understanding of the market where the market truly becomes a story versus just a thing. Right? It's not just red and green candlesticks. The RSI, your MACD isn't just squiggly lines, right? Everything is telling a story because at the end of the day, right, what we see on the chart technical analysis is nothing more than the visual representation of all of the participants actions taken in the market. And, you know, I, I was always told if you understand crowd psychology, you can understand the markets. And, and it's I never thought of it in that light. But yes, if, if you can read the markets, you can read what people are doing. And if you can read what people are doing, you can understand what's likely to happen next in the market, or at least get a lot better with picking out key levels or, or, or key signals in the market. So that helped as well. But again, I didn't I didn't dive down that route for the longest time because I didn't care. I was just thinking about what to trade, what to trade, what to trade instead of how to trade. And once I understood how to trade, that strengthened everything else that I did. Um, I didn't even know what a candle was pre-starting the course. Your tutorials were perfect. Nice. Yeah, me neither. When, when, when I came from the investment side of things, I had no idea what technical analysis was. I, I use I use line charts. All I used was line charts at the at the end of the uh, you know when I when I was an investor. So when I went to technical analysis and I threw in a candlestick, I'm like, what the what the hell is this? What the hell is this? Why why is one part thick and one part thin? What is this thing? So it was like uh, it was a shock to me, but it was, it was it was really a whole different game. It was there was I don't want to say there was nothing in my investing that carried over into my trading, but I thought it was going to be a seamless. Um, I was naive. I thought it was going to be a seamless transition. It was it was like starting anew, and that's why I struggled pretty poorly after coming from a, a pretty successful investment kind of background. Um, 
So that was another thing I didn't prepare for. I didn't think the, I, I thought I would just seamlessly transition and, and keep making money hand over fist like I did in the stock market. And it, it was a it was a, a slap in the face saying, hey, this is a this is a, a brand new game, young bull. This is a brand new game. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you want to hear more about my journey or see my journey in, in real time, make sure you follow me on social media at Akil Stokes RTM, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. I'm on YouTube as well. Just YouTube search Akil Stokes. Just beware of the fakes. If I ever reach out to you and say, hey, let me manage crypto for you or the weird message, hey, how's your trading? It is not me. It is a fake account. Please let me know about it and also report. That way we can shut them down or at least try to shut them down as soon as possible. But the real me at Akil Stokes RTM, give me a follow and I'll see you guys next episode.